Welcome to the Impact Church Podcast. We're still in our series, Are We There Yet? This week we're talking about wait. The first command isn't go. The first command of a risen Christ is wait. Before you go anywhere, you've got to wait until you're endued with power from on high. You've got to wait until you are completely in absolute union with the Godhead, baptized and saturated in the Holy Spirit. You're going to learn what it is to be flooded with the power of God and in union with him so that you can get out there and you've got the unction to function and do everything he's called you to do. I know you're going to be blessed by this servant, so come on, let's get right into the Word. Wow. I tell you, I'm looking at the clock, and I feel pressure already. You feel pressure already? That was good worship, though. You guys did a good job. Do you have a good time? I mean, how many think we actually changed something there? You know what I mean? You know, I think more could happen in this building shouting to Jesus than, than could happen a lot of other places, and God bless everybody. I love, you know what I do? I love everybody. I choose to every day, even if I don't necessarily agree. I just choose to love everybody. Like Montreal Canadian fans as well. Glenn, Montreal Canadian fans, God bless. And I love you especially this year because you're suffering so bad. Anyways, but I do love you. I said that in love. I didn't mean anything nasty by that. <laughs> okay. Jeff, Leafs fan. You were good still? Okay, praise Jesus. All right. I do want to tell you that I don't usually pick sides. I don't usually get involved in things. And like the last several months, things have been contested and Every week, things have been contested, and it's come to this. It's come to today, and it's going to be dealt with today. And uh, I don't usually do this, but I'm going to come out publicly, and I'm going to say, go Rams. I think the Rams are going to take it. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm willing to say that because uh, I, I think Stafford, it's his time. Amen? Some of you were looking at me kind of strange there. I don't know where you thought I was going. but You're okay? Amen? Take a deep breath and relax, all right? There's fullness of joy in the presence of the Lord, amen? If you're not there, get there, and it'll all be good. Okay, are we there yet? <laughs> are we there yet? You boys smirking at me on the front row, come on. Good thing you got a mask on. I mean, it's a smile under there, right? Okay, all right. Are we there yet? So last week, we talked about there, where, and in the middle of there and where, there's here. So no matter where you are, there you are. So uh, make sure that here, you're present here. Sometimes people have destination disease. We're getting to get, when I get somewhere, I'll be somebody. You're somebody right now. You don't have to wait till you get there. But you know, there is a there. But if there is a there, you need to know where there is. Because you don't know where there is, you're not sure where it is you're going. That made a lot of sense right there. That would be a different there. That would be... Yes, anyways. Same word? Okay, sorry. Habakkuk 2.14. How many know what verse this is? It's my favorite verse. It really is. It's my favorite verse because I'm telling you, you know what? No matter what you see today or what's going on, no matter what's happening in Russia, China, all the nations of the world, let me tell you this. This is in the Bible. This is in the Word of God. This was prophesied in Acts chapter 3, 19 to 21. You read that, and it says that every word spoken by the prophets will be fulfilled, and heaven keeps Jesus until the fulfillment of all these things. This word has to be fulfilled. That's why I'm excited, because the earth, how many know what the earth is? It's this round orb that we live on. The earth will be filled with the knowledge. Knowledge. The word knowledge is yada. Say yada. The word knowledge, it says that Jacob went into the tent with his wife and yada. 
knowledge. There was some knowledge took place there. It's intimate, deep knowledge. So it's not like, oh, the glory of God was here and I didn't know it. No, it's going to be really clear to everyone. I am standing in the glory of God. The glory of God, the knowledge of the glory of God will fill all the earth. How? How? Well, how would it fill the earth, Pastor? As the waters cover the sea. How do the waters cover the sea? They really, really cover the sea. Heavy, heavy, a heavy, tangible, expressed manifestation of God's sloppy goodness is going to fill the world. Where are we going, Pastor? That's where we're going. If somewhere in your theology you're headed for an escape hatch to get out of here before it all gets messy, that's just some bad teaching right there. Let me say that again. That's just some bad teaching right there. And let me say this. There's a lot of bad teachers out there. Just like there's some good pizza places and some not so good. This is some good pizza. It's the word of the Lord. His glory is going to fill the whole earth, folks. Don't matter how messy it's getting or what's going on. The kingdom of God will flood and express itself. And here's the beautiful thing about that. It says in Ephesians 3, it says, and to make, to, to make all see, to make all see the fellowship of the mystery, and the mystery is Christ in you, the hope of realizing that glory. For this mystery, what is the intent now? That the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church. So this glory filling the earth, how's God going to do it? Through the church. So if you don't know who you are and you don't know where you're going, you're going to hang around carelessly week after week doing nonsense when you've been called to reigning and ruling with Christ. You're going to live way below your privileges and you're not going to realize that we, the church, the eyes of the Lord are not on the streets. The eyes of the Lord are on the church. The eyes of the Lord are on the government of God. And whether things come or go, whether they're bound or they're loosed, it's when the church of God stands up in its rightful place and it starts to exercise the authority they have. We're going to see shift in the world. All right, by the church to the principalities and powers in heavenly places. Well, let's define the church. That's a whole other sermon series that you can check out online, and it's about 20 weeks long. T.B. Joshua said, and man, a man of purpose, focuses on his destination, not his situation. Don't let your situation mislead you. See, that's a big deal right there. There's a lot of people that you're not just in a situation. Your situation is misinforming you, and your situation is, is sucking the life out of you. Your situation is taking your focus off of God, off of Jesus and what he's called you to do, and your situation has, is just sapping the energy out of you and you're missing the purpose of God right in front of you because you're focusing not on your destination, you're focusing on your situation. Your destination won't change, but your situation will. Thank you. It's good to see Kelly in the house today. She's usually always with the kitties down there. So it's good to have Kelly waving at me, giving me smiling eyes. So that's good. Winston Churchill, one of my favorite theologians. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. All right. You will never reach your destiny if you stop and throw stones at every dog that barks. Woof, woof. I know some of you left your troubled last week because your pastor was barking at you. How many left a little troubled? Same three people. <laughs> Dylan, you're my son. What are you troubled about? Stop it. It wasn't even in my notes, but I just felt like, give me my mountain. And I did that because Caleb's name, Caleb who said, give me my mountain, Caleb's name means dog. Every dog has his day, just like every cowboy. I don't even know if that's a song. I might be making that one up too. Sorry, is that wrong? Did I make my word? Did I mess up? Okay. Just everybody say, stop singing, Pastor. 
I don't know. I think there's more quiet people than... I think, I think people in their silence voted brigand. Yes. All right. Hey! Hey! Who's that handsome fellow right there? Hey? You know what I've noticed about selfies? They're better if you actually look at the lens. So I'm learning to do that rather than looking over there. So I, I thought, I looked at that and I said, good for you. You know, good. But what we have here is this is going on right now. The location is being fitted for us right now. The walls are going up. The, the floor has been cut open. They're, they're digging the plumbing. They're, they're laying in the tracks so that when we do the stuff, it goes in the right direction. All those things are going on right now, right? Yes. And it's all important stuff. So we know where God's destination is, and we know in the temporal setting of things where we're headed next is not there, although that's being built for us. We're actually headed to the Christian high school next. Do you know that? We're going to start at 8 o'clock in the morning just doing setup. And how many are going to come at 8 just to help us set up? What are the rest of you doing? Okay, so setup team, hands down. Teardown team. No, no, if you didn't put your hand up on the first one, you have to put your hand up on the second one. So, you mean some, some of you are just going to float through the whole thing. So some of you are just going to, I'm just going to watch. You know? I would just like to observe how things go. Yeah. Elaine. Wow. Elaine loves the pandemic, eh? I mean, I mean, not for a lot of, except I've never seen somebody so excited about online small groups. She gets her snacks all ready and she's there smiling, she's ready. I mean, I never saw somebody so excited about small groups online, you know? Although I do like them too, but, but I, I've, anyways, move on, Pastor. All right, here we are. Ready? Loading, please wait. Last week was where? This week is wait. Do you know who built that graphic for me? I did. <laughs> I made a box, I tinted it, I made a few smaller boxes, and then I made one, and then I... No, please stay seated, stay seated. Okay, it's not that big of a deal. But the next step is wait, because loading like before we're gonna move ahead before we what's there you got it there's got to be a loading and there's something that has to happen and before you can go the the commission was go no the commission was wait before you could go jesus last words were wait in jerusalem until you're endued until you're baptized until you're pickled with the third person, the Godhead. So wait, we've got to get wait figured out. Now let me just make it clear though, waiting isn't what we do now because the spirit has come. We don't have to wait, we just have to say, I'm in. And it's an immediate download. They had to wait, they had a few days. There was 40 days after the resurrection, Jesus ascended, 10 days. That's why it was Pentecost, say Pentecost. Pentecost means 50. So 50 days after the resurrection, 50 is when the Holy Spirit fell. Pentecost was when the law was given to Moses. When the law was given, 3,000 people died. Say 3,000. When the law was given, 3,000 people died. When the Spirit of God came to fill humanity and birth the church, 3,000 people came into the kingdom. Hey! Boom, I tell you, the new covenant, it's a spirit of life. It's not the law of death. We're not under the law of death. We're under the spirit of life. Can I get an amen, Stephen? Thank you. All right, Acts 1, 4, and 5, he commanded them. He didn't suggest to say, hey, you know, before you go, you might want to fill your tank. 
and have the kids check if they need to go to the bathroom. He commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait, to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For truly, John baptized with water, but you shall be baptized. The word baptized means saturated, pickled, marinated, absolutely, totally transformed. You will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Acts 2, sorry, that should be a 2. Acts 2, 1 to 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were with one accord in one place, and suddenly, boom. wonder how long we're going to be here. Should we order a couple of shawarmas? What do you think? I don't know. I bought the shawarmas yesterday. You haven't paid for a while. <laughs> Suddenly, a violent tempest blast from heaven came, and it hit the room. And the Holy Ghost came so fast, so powerful. Fire touched on every single person. There's fire because fire throughout the Scripture denotes that God has taken up a new location. He's changed his address. Fire fell on the temple. Fire fell on the tabernacle. Fire fell on the church because God's saying, I am going to hang out here now. Fire fell on them. That mighty rushing wind came where all of them were and appeared unto every one of them like cloven tongues of fire and it sat on each of them and they were filled. Say filled. They were filled with Holy Ghost. And they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. In case you wandered into this church and you're not sure what type of church we are, we are Pentecostal. We're not a denominationally Pentecostal church, but we are functionally and practically a Pentecostal church. And we do believe in the gifts of the Spirit, and we do encourage speaking in tongues. Now, do you have to? Well, you don't have to, but I encourage you to, because it says when you speak in tongues, you pray the will of God. When you speak in tongues, you're speaking to the Father. When you speak in tongues, you're building yourself up in your most holy faith. How many doesn't want some of that stuff? I tell you, I'm so glad, because especially the last little while, I tell you, it says when you pray in the Spirit, you are praying the very will of God. And sometimes I don't know what to pray right now, so I'm going to pray in tongues, because my head is full of just, I was on Facebook, and, and I don't know what to do. And so that's when you got to pray in tongues. Anybody feel me just a little bit right there? Just Only two people that time. All right. One person held out on me. All right, John 14, 16, and I, 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 that's Jesus, and I'm going to ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter. Another. So Jesus is saying that he's a comforter, and he was with you. How many wouldn't just have a little more awesome life if Jesus was, like, with you every day? How many of your life wouldn't be so special because every day you wake up, Jesus goes, okay, let's go. And you're like, all right, what are we going to do today, Jesus? Yeah. Are we going to, like, walk on water? Are we going to, like, feed 5,000? Are we going to heal all the lepers? What are you going to do today, Jesus? Woo! Yeah, this is so much fun living with Jesus every day. be so good, eh? I probably wouldn't even sin if Jesus was with me all the time. You know what he says? I'm going to send you another comforter. And it says the counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener. It's the Amplified Bible. standby That he may remain with you forever. Because, you know, if Jesus was with Chuck... Jesus couldn't be with me unless Chuck and I were with Jesus at the same time. But if I went home for dinner and Chuck went home with dinner, Jesus would have to say, he'd say, Chuck, what's Colleen cooking? Because uh, maybe Cheryl's cooking something better. But Jesus was local, which meant he was somewhere. If he was in Jerusalem, he wasn't in Galilee. But, you know, he says, it's better that I go away because I'm going to send you the comforter and he will remain with you forever. 
Do you know something way better than having Jesus with you all the time is having the Holy Ghost with every single one of us all the time. Hey, hey, John 16, 7, and it's to your advantage. Say advantage. Jesus, where are you going? It's to your advantage that I go, are you kidding me? How could it be an advantage to me for you not to be with me every day? Are you kidding? This is stupid. I mean, what are you thinking? You're not going anywhere. They couldn't get their head around this whole idea that Jesus was going. They still felt like Jesus was physically, tangibly right now going to set up his kingdom. Jesus didn't understand. It's better for you that I leave. They could not get their head around that. Because even when he did leave, the angel had to come and say, move along. Because they were like, isn't he coming back? Where did he go? They had to say, move along. Go where he told you to go. And he, about over 600 people saw him ascend, and only 120 people lasted 10 days in the upper room. That means that a whole bunch of other people got tired and said, I'm done. But 120 stayed it out. 10 days. What's the number 10? 10's a test. 120 people passed the test, and they hung in there. Boom. Here comes the Holy Ghost. But it's to your advantage that I go away because the helper will not come to you. The helper, the comforter, something just like me. Just like me says another. There's two words for another, hetros and alos in the Greek language. Hetros means another, like I could, uh, I, could I don't have anything. I, there's, there's a stool up there. I could sit on that stool or I could sit on this pew. That's a place to sit. That's a place to sit. I could offer you another place to sit, but that would be a hetros place to sit because it's not exactly the same. Now, I could say, hey, how would you like to sit in this pew? This pew is alos, because it's exactly the same as that one. So I'll let you move up to the same thing you were just sitting in, the exact same thing. How would you like an upgrade? You see, the whole thing is Jesus is saying, you had me with you, here's something better. You can have the Holy Spirit. He's exactly like me, just like me, not a fraction of difference, the same as me. The comforter himself won't be with you. He will be in you. It's to your advantage that I go away. I will send him to you. However, when he comes, the spirit of truth, when he comes, he will guide you into all truth. All right. I'm going to give you a commission. I want you to go to Toronto today and pick up my friend at the airport. Do you want to take this vehicle or do you want to take this vehicle? I do love Volkswagen bugs, though, don't you? There's something cute about them. But honest to goodness, if they were going to race to Toronto, who's got the advantage? The upper one. It's to your advantage. You could live your whole life like this. Or you can. It's to your advantage that I go away because you're going to get a ridiculous upgrade. Hey. Hey. Did that help anybody at all? Thank you, Kyle. I knew you were there for me. I felt that, Kyle. I could see your eyes giving me support. Comforter, Paracletos, coming alongside you, pleading with you, speaking the Holy Spirit, his personal calling, because he's not going to send them to the world. He's going to send them to you, to us. He is going to come alongside of me. He is my personal calling. He is my personal aid. John Crowder said, the only interaction you've ever had with God, it's been through the agency of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is more than your best friend. He is the only way you're going to encounter the Father. He's the only way you're going to live this believer's Christian life. It is by the Spirit. Every expression of your faith happens 
by the Spirit. Ephesians 2.18 says, For through him, Jesus, we both have access by one Spirit. We have access by one Spirit. It's through Jesus and his finished work we have access. Jesus is the new and living way, and the Spirit of God brings us before the Father. We express ourselves with the Godhead every single thing you do that's of any spiritual worth at all. It is by the Spirit of God. Kenneth Hagin, I love this. He said, they thought they got an experience. Oh, I got touched by the Spirit. I hope the Spirit touches me again next week. It's like the Spirit comes and goes. It's like sometimes he drops on a meeting. Sometimes he's there. Sometimes he's not. Sometimes I felt God in the room. God's always in the room. God's in you. The interesting thing is when we come together, there's a synergy that takes place that there's a greater expression of anointing when we gather in the name of Jesus. But you know what? You don't have a lesser expression of the God. of the God. You don't have a lesser expression of God in you. You got the person of the Godhead. You got the Holy Ghost living on the inside of you. Woo! Man, I tell you, I almost barked, but I don't want to offend anybody. They kept trying to get another experience like that one. It was someone. It's a divine personality who came to live in them. He is a divine heavenly being. It is the third person of the Godhead. It's the Holy Spirit. All right. How many love grammar? I do not, but we're going to have a grammar lesson today. Amen? For you who do not like grammar, cheer up and pay attention. All right? Prepositions indicate relationships between other words, direction, time, place, location, spatial relations. All right, in this case, I'm talking about with or together. There are three words that you can use in the Greek to denote with or together. You can use meta, para, or soon. Meta, para, or soon. When you read in your English version with or together, it's one of those three words. It's not always the same word. It's one of those three words. And they are together, but they're still different. And I want to talk about those this morning with you. Para, meta, and soon. All right, para, alongside, in the immediate vicinity or proximity. Meta, with, in close association or companionship. But soon means in absolute union, united together, and inseparable from. Uh, probably, Cheryl, you should probably step over here and start to get ready. Prepare yourself. John chapter 14, 16, and 17. I will send you another helper that he may be with you, meta, he may be with you and dwell with you, para, and he will be in you. So he's going to be with you, meta. He's going to be with you, para. But then he says, and he will be in you. So you see these different relationships there that I'm going to go away, but I'm going to send the helper, helper. Say helper. Helper. Isn't it amazing that God was willing to say, I'm your helper? Isn't that amazing? And I had a plumber come to the house one day. He said, who's that guy? He's my helper. I went, oh. Isn't that amazing that God says, I'm your helper. I'm going to come and I'm going to serve you. Isn't that amazing? I want to serve you, God. I want to serve you. No, I want to serve you. Well, I'd actually like to serve you today, Carl. No, please don't. I'll serve you. And that's where he said, Peter, would you shut up? You don't need to wash all of me. It was just a foot illustration. It was about service. Stop it. He wants to serve you. Almighty God, you know what? He wants to serve you. Is Cheryl distracting anybody? How many? Stephen's not even paying attention anymore. Yes, yes, we want them. We want them in individual glasses. We do. Yes. Ephesians two four to nine. He made us together. He made us alive together. Say alive together. So you know that's alive soon. It's not meta or para. It's alive soon. Say soon. He made us alive soon. 
in Christ. He, the grace that you have been saved and you've been raised up together. You've been raised up soon. You've been raised up soon. Not para, not meta, but you've been raised up soon in Christ. And now you've been made to sit together soon. You've been made to soon in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's not meta. It's not para. It's soon. You, you're an absolutely, you're in absolute union with his life. Inseparable. You've been made alive and you cannot be separated from the life of God. You've been raised up You've been lifted out of every miserable thing. You've been raised up in Christ Jesus, inseparable from the power that raised him. You are seated. Not, not coming and going, not every once in a while, not sometimes in the general vicinity of, but you are absolutely in union with him. You are seated on the very throne of God in heavenly places. Inseparable. That is your placement forever, and nothing will move you from that position in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Ray. Amen. Romans 8, 26 to 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helps. Say helps. Helps in our weakness. If there's ever a place in you, any expression of weakness, if there's any place you're falling short of the full expression of the life of God and what he has done for you, the Spirit will come in and he will engage you. But the Spirit himself will make intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. The partnership is intercession. It's a big, huge word. It's a compound word, three words. It's to make intercession on behalf of, in and with, to hit the mark. So the Holy Spirit comes to make sure that you hit the mark in every dealing in every issue of your life. The Holy Spirit comes and helps you. He removes you from weakness, and he will make sure that you hit the mark in every circumstance of your life. Well, I wish this were true. How exciting would that be? The helper is in you. It's to your advantage that Jesus isn't here. It's to your advantage that the Holy Spirit is here because that same divine power and purpose is now in you. And what's he doing? He is interceding in you to make sure that you don't miss a single thing that God has appointed for your life. Wow. Now you make me do that. You wonder why do I shout you make me do it because when I talk quietly, you don't seem to engage. So if you want me quieter, get more excited about the quiet time I say it. <laughs> you got to love Kyle, don't you? you gotta, all right. Groanings. He, what else does he He groans. He groans. Stenagmos. That means to blow your top. Literally, the Holy Ghost comes alongside you and he helps you and he blows his top. If there's ever something that is hindering you or is coming against you, it's, it's anti. It's like rage. He comes in like rage and he aspirates to vent deep feelings. The Holy Spirit comes and blows his top. Words can't express the passion. His zeal begins to rub off on you. And he, through zealous power and anointing, is going to remove you from any hindrances and he's going to bring you fully into the purpose of God. He blows his top. Searchings. Ureno is where we get the word ureno. It's 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to 10. For the Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. He reveals the deep truth of God to us. There's not a thing that we don't have to wonder about. We can walk in the mind of Christ. We can walk in absolute revelation. Eureka minds, I found it. And if you're missing something or you need the mind of God on something, the Spirit of God is working in you to bring it into revelation. He is searching every issue of life to bring you a revelation of the wisdom of God in every circumstance. Eureka! Wow. 
what we're selling, everybody out there needs. That Holy Ghost in us, he's something else, isn't he? But we're getting sidetracked. We're throwing stones at barking dogs. If we knew who we are, we wouldn't get sidetracked in nonsense. We'd, we'd be doing kingdom stuff every day. Amen. Thank you, Ray. Praise Jesus. All right. Let's go to helps. Sunenti lambanomai. Now, the word helps seems like a very short word, but the Greek word is, this is the Greek word helps. This is actually it. We translate it in English. He helps you, but that word is way more than helps. He sunenti lambanomize you. That's the truth. That's a big word. So you got to know what that word means. We just translated it really simply in English. What's God going to do? Well, he's going to help you. He's going to soon antilambanomai you, is what he's going to do. So soon, we're going to talk about that, soon is absolutely united together with you. Anti is against it. He's filled with rage against it. And he's going to take to himself and he's going to remove. He's going to remove the stuff that shouldn't be there and he's going to bring a full expression of what should be there. He's going to bring you fully into your union with Christ and everything that is involved in that. And he's going to do it with a holy passion. Ha! He's going to soon anti-lambanomai you. So 1 Corinthians 6, 17, but he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. All right. Take a breath. Okay, so what we have here is we have three things. Oh, we have four things. Wow. It's in there. You put that in there already? So we had four things, but Cheryl's already put some of that in there. So there's four things. Are you ready? Thank you. These are four things. These are, these are para. They're with each other on the table. All right, so we're going to move them from para to meta. Can you remove them and put them into meta? Were you here for the illustration? You were so enthralled in my preaching. So what we do is we take this and we start putting it in there. So let's meta. Let's meta. All right, so it was para, and now we're going to meta. You washed your hands, eh? Was that like, a, oh, that was like a big booger. Was, was that unpleasant texture-wise? Okay, let's, let's keep going here. Come on. This is when you're at the back waving at me. Like, oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. You don't have to worry about it? Mm. It's all right. George is drinking it. So, so, yeah. All right. Okay, so it was para. Now, it's meta. Now, I could still pour it all out and I could separate everything because it's meta. So you've got in the general area together, you got very closely related, and now Cheryl is going to manifest soon. Soon. Okay, safety glasses? Is that good? One more squirt just for fun. Oh, yeah, that was a good one right there. Okay. All right. Okay, so it was para, then it went to meta, and now it's soon. See, you're not meta with Christ. You're not even para with Christ. You are soon with Christ. And soon means absolutely inseparable. 
I cannot distinguish between you and the Almighty because you are one spirit with Christ. And you see, what he said was, before you guys try to go do anything for me, you got to make sure that you and I are inseparable. You got to get baptized in the Holy Ghost. The divine nature of God has to become with, one with you even in the DNA. Cellularly, you got to know that you are fully saturated in the spirit of God. How many stopped listening to me and you're not paying attention? So we're not para, we're not meta, but we are soon anti-lambanomai. We have soon. I am seated soon with Christ. I am made alive soon with Christ. All of it. You are so, George, or you are a brave dude right there. Do you see that? Right there? So now we had para, meta, soon, and... Is that pretty good? And now it's become one with George. That was it? That was all? I, just, I had a vision of just incredible breakthroughs there. How many did that help? Maybe just a little bit. You see, because some people think that I'm a believer and I just, you know, what would Jesus do? You don't have to wonder what Jesus did. You got Christ in you. You got the mind of Christ. You were literally able to walk in every moment of your life and think kingdom God stuff every day. Imagine if the people of God really knew who they were, knew where they were going, what they might accomplish for the kingdom. Wow, come on, stand up.